Lotus FM News with Tracy Valaidam. Good afternoon. Burundi's government says the whereabouts of the main leader of this week's failed coup are still unknown. The government wrongly claimed yesterday that he had been arrested. President Pierre Nkurunziza is back in the capital, Bujambura, where protests against his bid for a third term continue. His spokesperson, Willy Inyamitiwe, has confirmed that two police commissioners and about a dozen other police officers have been detained. The spokesperson says they believe the major general is still in the country. So far, the information that we do have is that General Nyombari is still on the run, but still hiding somewhere in Burundi. And the only information we have is that he decided to surrender and he announced through his advocate, uh, Mr. Bernard Menge from Belgium, who has made a statement saying that General Nyombari was ready to surrender, but wanted his life uh, to be secure and not to be executed. Four Lesotho nationals, including a woman, have been arrested in Valcom in the Free State following the death of a 41-year-old SANDF staff sergeant. The soldier disappeared almost two months ago. His body was found with stab wounds near Glen outside Bloemfontein. Police say the soldier apparently gave the four suspects a lift in Branford, north of Bloemfontein. They're charged with murder and possession of stolen property. Meanwhile, the student activist at Stellenbosch University, who was sent a racist SMS by a lecturer, says it's not enough that the lecturer has lost his job. Seko Kile Duma is deliberating on whether to participate in a reconciliation process. The university fired nuclear physics lecturer Dr. Anton Stander after he admitted to sending the SMS. Stander has also requested that the university grant him an opportunity to apologize to Duma. Duma says he wants to see Stander blacklisted. We want even more to, more action taken that he should not be actually hired in other places because we don't want a situation where he's done something wrong here but he's working in another university and he can do the same thing again. Yes, this is a victory for us at the same time, but at the same time what it has done is that it's exposed that in this university are staff members that think like this, that have this kind of mindset, and we want the university to actively make sure that such staff members are not there anymore because we can't be taught by such people. Minister for Justice and Correctional Services Michael Masuta has called on members of the public to be more cautious when travelling on the national roads. He was speaking at the funeral service of six of the eight correctional services officials who died in a multi-vehicle collision on the N2 near Swellen Dam in the Overberg last week. The officials were on their way to work at the correctional centre the six have been buried after an emotional service today. Masuta says their passing is a loss for the department and the community. This is um, a huge loss given the kind of staff shortages that we're experiencing and also given the levels of, of experience that um, these uh, members held when they passed. And finally, to wrap up this afternoon, the U.S. says its special forces have carried out a raid in Syria and killed a senior Islamic State member and captured his wife. The Pentagon said the aim had been to capture a man known as Abu Sayyaf, who allegedly helped direct ISIS to financial operations. It says he was killed when he engaged U.S. forces. His wife, who was taken prisoner, is believed to be active in IS. Abu Sayyaf apparently adopted the name of a militant group in the Philippines. 
is best known in South Africa for the kidnapping of Monique and Kali Stradam, who were held hostage for about four months in 2000. Your top story this hour. Burundi's government says the whereabouts of the main leader of this week's failed coup are still unknown. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Valadam. I'll be back with more news at 5.